Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com, and it's time for your post-impact wrestling show. It's been a long Thursday for my friend Ella J, a long Friday as she battles herself on Twitter trying to figure out what day it is. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Ella J. She's great. Uh, hi, how you doing? Friends, uh, it, it's good to see you. We're going to talk about some impact wrestling. There's been a lot going on in the world of wrestling. Maybe if you want uh, all your scoops, you can go over to FightfulSelect.com and get them all because for five bucks, Cresta Star, you can talk. You can hear all about, oh, I don't know, why WWE doesn't want to bring back Velveteen Dream. Uh, you, you can get Ask Rhapsody. They did their show today. Uh, they, they went for a while, too. I saw after about 90 minutes, they were still chatting. So go check out Ask Rhapsody. That's worth it alone. Uh, you want the, the brawl out info, everything? You want a primer? You want to catch up? Sean Ross Sapp's going to drop that story in the next couple of days. So there you go. And uh, Jimmy Van and I are going to be doing a Q&A soon. I'm not going to tell you when because... I don't know when exactly it's going to happen because there's been a lot of news to drop lately. So we don't want to bury everything under this, uh, you know, this Q&A. But we can talk more about Fightful Select a little bit later. I got my ride or die, my favorite host. Sorry, Tim. I got Cresta Star with me to talk Impact. How are you doing, Cresta? I'm doing well. I am ecstatic. We've got a lot of good things. I cannot echo Joel enough. Subscribe to Fightful. We give you all the scoops. The most... The most scoopiest scoops. <laughs> most exclusive of exclusive news. How's I'm that? also doing like pretty stoked. I don't know if you guys heard last week. I debuted on Know Your News for Gaming Gone Weird with Jules the Human. And we talked about um, modding games. And there was Nightmare Fuel, Spooderman, and Shaquille O'Neal versus a Raptor. I encourage you to check it out. I am so stoked. I haven't watched the show yet. I popped in. I watched a little bit Thank for like 10 you. seconds. <laughs> I have other shows that I have to produce on that channel. So give me a break. Uh, know Your News, youtube.com slash Know Your News. Go check them out. Uh, tons of really fun non-wrestling related stuff. Uh, earlier today, Jimmy and uh, Demon Diva, uh, otherwise known as our friend Issa, uh, they debuted KYN Live, where they did the top seven crazy, weird, funny, strange news stories of the week. Uh, and then they chat about it a little bit. So go check that out, knowyournews.com. Cresta... We have so much impact to talk about tonight. They really, really nailed us with content, and I loved it. Last week, I was a little bit down on the product, a little Same. bit down on the show, did not enjoy it. We both talked about that. Um, this week, I'm feeling a lot better. How did you feel about impact overall this week? I told you off air and on Twitter, I was like, my notes are going to be lacking because I, I felt the carpal tunnel in this hand in particular. There was so much to go over. I enjoyed it this week. And like you said, unlike last week, I was like a little, I, I guess this could have been an email this week. I was like, damn, this is happening. This is happening. And honestly, I'm jumping ahead. Maxi and Taylor, this is someone I've been following on uh, Twitter. They are awesome. Very stoked to see Maxine Paler. Yes. Yeah. We're going to talk about Max uh, challenging Jordan Grace at mm -hmm. uh, Victory Road in eight days. We have a lot to cover. And if you want to get in on the conversation, it's very simple. You can donate to Super Chat. If you go to that little YouTube.com slash Fightful window on the bottom in the chat, you've got a dollar sign. That dollar sign, any amounts that you donate, get your question or statement read on the air. By the way, chat, hey, how you doing? It's good to see you. I got you pulled up here. I know Cresta does too. And then we also have another option for you, and that's our Humper Chats to pull up. Uh, give us give us your donation, Crest, to tell us about it. You mosey on down to HumperChats.com. You go ahead and put in your question, and just like the Super Chats, we'll read it. It'll appear live here on air, and we'll read your question. We'll give you an answer. Even if it's just advice, it may not be good advice, but we'll give it to you. All it's of this for five dollars, and you uh, it helps us a little bit more. It keeps the lights on here, and Sean Rossap says yay, and we like it when he says yay. <laughs> yes, we we like it when you guys uh, you know, leave leave a thumbs up and share the link to the video and tell people tell Sean Rossap, tag him on on social media and be like, hey, Crest and Joel, Team Joe Star, we're we're pretty all right, okay? Let's let's do that. We have so much to get into. Let's talk about yes. BTI. BTI really they all right. We're going to do this. First of all, as always, uh, the match that we had was Yu Yamura versus Raj Singh. But before mm -hmm. that, we have to talk every week, as we do, about George Iceman and the Iceman Intel. And this week, Cresta, I got screwed. Uh, how? I got screwed. Okay, so 
This is what George Iceman told us this week. Says there are superstars from. I'm, I'm not going to do the whole thing. <laughs> superstars from around the world coming to Impact. Okay, that turned out to be the Victory Road uh, Triple Threat Revolver. We'll yes. talk about that in a second. He said that they called Yuya Yamura a, a future ace in the hole at New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yes, they are big on Yuya, and they got to build him because he's on excursion. Sure, makes sense. And then Iceman says. It's another superstar headed to impact from across the pond and will make things better. And I immediately wrote in my notes, it's got to be Joe Hendry because he's not doing ring of honor. He hasn't been doing AEW. He's not doing AEW's ring of honor. And I, I knew, I just knew it. And then later on impact blew the load for me. So instead of being able to come on this show tonight and be like, I think it's Joe Hendry. I'm almost positive. It's Joe Hendry blew my shot. They saw your thunder. That's what happened. They took my story that I've been working on since 2017 and they just, they just let it out in a tweet. I have a question for you. Yes. Now, pardon my wrestling ignorance, but I swear to whoever is the celestial cosmic entity that I've heard that Joe Hendry song before, especially from my little brother. What promotion was he in before? Because I definitely remember it. I believe in Joe Hendry before. I don't know where I've heard that before. He was... In Ring of Honor for quite a long time, mm-hmm. uh, and it was and that song was predominantly featured over there. Yeah, it's catchy. It Even Grandpa catchy. died, and I was I was still into it. Sorry, we're gonna, Grandpa. We're, <laughs> we're going to spend a lot of time talking about that promo because I thought it was the most, it was the worst and best thing I've <laughs> ever seen. I look forward to talking about it. Uh, Yu Yamura versus Raj Singh. I don't have a lot to say here. I, I, I said in my notes that I'm looking forward to Yuya getting an X Division title match versus mm-hmm. Speedball, maybe on an Impact Plus event. Uh, I think that would be fun down the line. Uh, Raj Singh made Yuya look great. There was a, the end was really just an overhead double underhook belly to belly suplex that looked really crisp. And for some reason, Yuya Yamura is still doing a top rope crossbody as a finish. I don't know if I like it. How did you I, feel about the match? No, dog. I have to agree with you there. When he did the crossbody, that was the finish. I'm like, that's your. <laughs> I mean, I didn't hate it. I think that they both made each other look really good here. Raj being a complete jerk, literally doing like almost the foot grind, like, mm, going to stick my feet in your. It was really good because they both made each other look strong and powerful. But I don't know about that finisher, man. I feel like. I feel like he's. there are moves in the match he did that were a lot better, in my opinion. My humble opinion. I'm not a wrestler, so don't flame me too much. Um, So in the New Japan dojo, mm-hmm. the way that the young line system works is that you're not allowed to do a lot of moves from the top rope. You're, you're very basic. You wear black trunks, black boots, and all that stuff. And then mm-hmm. when you go on excursion, the idea is that you go and you learn different styles. And then inevitably, you come back to Japan with your new gimmick, your new style, all the things. And then you work in New Japan Pro Wrestling or wherever you end up. Um, so a top rope crossbody works for a New Japan young lion who just came out of the dojo. Okay. So that I understand. I don't think commentaries really hit that on the head yet. So, like, it's one of those, if you know, you know, but I don't think the average Impact Wrestling viewer is going to know about the Young Lion Dojo. That's fair, because I didn't. I've been watching now since, what, May? <laughs> like, three, yeah. four months? Like, yeah, I I did not know that. And I think that maybe if commentary sold it differently, but I do think he's a little bit more dynamic. But now knowing that, I'm like, okay, I understand you're a sponge. You're soaking it in by osmosis. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I, listen, I'm really I like him too, watching. yeah. Uh, I just I'm wondering if eventually he's going to take on a new finisher or mm-hmm. if he keeps that cross body like it's not it's not bad. It's just like it's different. Yeah. And if, and if it works to his advantage, then that's great. I just think the setup then needs to be um, a little different. Maybe more ultimate warriors like crazy. Yeah, and yeah. 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 OK. I'm glad we find the common ground together. Hand-holding. <laughs> something that builds to it. It's just yeah, something that gets me there. Instead of like, he goes to the top rope, he hits a crossbody, and then it's like 1950 all over again. And <laughs> Not just one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the actual show itself. Victory Road is in eight days, and tonight Impact hit us with most of the Victory Road card. So I'm mm-hmm. really looking forward to a lot of it that came out. But first, we got to go through Speedball versus Mascara Dorada for the X Division World or X Division Championship. Rather, uh, Dorada, by the way, appeared at the AEW tapings last night in Albany, New York. So 
there you go. Good week for Mascara Dorada, who had a match air tonight and appeared before the crowd uh, at AEW last night, I guess, taping for Dark or Dark Elevation. So good. Good stuff. Period. That's commentary. My Sorry, commentary is back on the whole breakneck pace of Speedball's mm-hmm. title defenses. And of course, that plays into later when Scott Demore and him sit down. Um, it, just a really solid match for Speedball and Dorada because they're very similar, but also very different. Uh, the best part of the whole match Referee loses his shoe. <laughs> Everything else we could just ignore. That's all that matters. It doesn't even matter who wins. I don't even. I don't even have my notes. Who won? All I have is LOL. <laughs> ref, ref lost his shoe. The high spot of the night when you build to drama, it doesn't peak unless someone loses their shoe. And I will say on commentary, they said, "Well, Speedball wrestles with those shoes, so it's come full circle." I passed away when they said that. I thought that was so funny. I really did. <laughs> Speedball don't need no shoes. Speedball's always ready to go without his without the shoes. Speedball versus Matt Riddle, no shoe off. Who wins? Yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying Speedball starting to use a few uh, submissions in his repertoire. Mm-hmm. He did a twisting knee bar into a grapevine <laughs> ankle lock. Looked real good on Mascara Dorada. Um, Speedball goes for like his top bo- top rope springboard moonsault that he always does in the match uh, to the outside. And this time he got more air than usual, which I enjoyed. Yeah. And Dorado really took it well. So I, I, I actually had to put that over this time because I know a couple of weeks ago we weren't on the same page there. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. No, it's fine. Um, listen, I, there's so much I can go into. But at the end of the day, Bailey super kicks Dorada, goes across the world, does the ultimate weapon, pins Mascara Dorada. Really good match. Mm-hmm. Um, that's eight successful title defenses for Speedball. And then after the match, Kenny King comes in and attacks both men. Hits the roll flush on Speedball, so I guess we're going to do that at Bound for Glory. But first, we got to get through Victory Road, but we don't need to go there just yet. Tell me about the match. What did you enjoy? I like how I've noticed for the past two or three matches, Speedball has been being a little bit more confident, and it's coming across a little cocky because at the beginning of this match, I they were putting over that he's doing a little lucha himself, and I'm like... Like you had said, it's really within his repertoire, but he's been starting off these matches with a little bit, I'm the best, kind of like this thing. And I like it. It's like a development of character. But halfway, midway through the match, he's always like, okay, I got to get serious. Exhibition matches, always superb, always good. Um, Kenny King running out to do the Royal Flush. I feel like we know what's coming. We know Honor No More is going to hold a lot more gold. I, I'm just accepting it at this point. <laughs> I'm just accepting it at this point. I mean, we know Kenny King and Speedball are going to have a really, really good match. And it's kind of upsetting that I'm Mm -hmm. saying this. I'm looking past Victory Road because we go backstage. Scott Demore puts over Speedball, says, you know, um, at Victory Road, Speedball is going to have a match against Delirious from Ring of Honor. Uh, If you haven't seen any Delirious's work, he's another Ring of Honor star that's been around forever. Go watch his promos. Probably the best promo you'll ever see in the professional wrestling industry. Five stars all around Delirious. Uh Uh, And then Scott's like, Speedball, you've done too much right. That's the problem. Speedball's like, am I in trouble? And Scott's (laughs) like, no, the opposite. You've done too much right. And then Scott Demore says, at Victory Road, there's going to be a triple threat revolver match. And that's going to include Trey Miguel, Kenny King, representing the USA. Black Taurus and Laredo Kid, representing AAA. Alex Zane and Yuya Yamura, we just spoke about, from uh-huh. New Japan. And Mia Yim has gotten in on this. And he says, Jacksonville came calling. And I was like, <gasps> and he said, Frankie Kazarian's back. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was actually, I, I enjoy Frankie Kazarian. I enjoy SCU. The only way I would have popped more if it was Scorpio Sky, but I'm not even sure on his lore. So I can't even be like, okay, maybe Scorpio Sky was exhibition champion. I knew Frankie Kazarian, like, but they, I feel like they always use Frankie Kazarian, but I'm not mad. I enjoy his wrestling. I always, I always want to see him and Christopher Daniels wrestle. I don't care how old Christopher Daniels is allegedly. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's just, if you're going to tease an AW talent, and a former X Division champion. I feel like Kaz isn't the guy I go to, but whatever. It's that's fine. fair. It, that's fair though. There are other people. Uh, for those who don't know what the, uh, the the triple threat revolver is, three competitors start the match. When one is pinned or submitted, another one enters the fray. The triple threat matches continue until there are no more entrants, in which final pinfall or submission will earn the victor a shot at the X Division championship. Cresta, why will it be Kenny King? <laughs> and why will Kenny King tap out Mia Yim? Ah! <laughs> Why? You shot me. <laughs> Sorry. 
because honor no more. Ugh. Next question. I don't know. My brain turned off. Oh, blue screen. Du, 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 du. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, you're like Luigi, the pizza guy from AEW last night, just getting kicked in the face, falling on down. I just wanted I to give you a pizza, man. <laughs> I mean, That's I don't later. Think, the pizza is later. Uh, I don't want you to be right, but you've been so much right. And I don't like it. Miss Cleo, Miss Cleo, Joel Pearl. <laughs> and I mean, to me, that's the logical answer. Everyone looks protected. No one looks bad because Mia Yim is the type of wrestler that she'd rather pass out. <laughs> and if that is the case, I'd totally be with it. She's going to look like a badass. Kenny King is going to get major heat, which honor no more. They're relishing in. They are the bad guys, like literally quintessential diva, quintessential bad guys. So, I, I mean, maybe... Maybe something we might not know may happen. Maybe Kenny King might fumble the bag. I don't know. But if it's no um, if it's no disqualifications, Honor No More is going to cheat, and it is going to be Kenny King. And I don't like that you're right. Somewhere Scott Demore is watching this post show, and he's saying, oh, my God, he just completely blew up my entire plan. And meanwhile, I'm saying, Dad? Oh, my God, I cannot believe <laughs> Daddy? Anyway. Okay, next week, I got to give you the picture of me bald head. And everyone says that that Scorpio Sky and Stokely Hathaway is my dad. So next oh, week, <laughs> we're doing I'm that next so week. Far then. In. Let's go. Violent by Design, they uh, they go back to the compound. I really, I'm really enjoying these. They're shot so well. Mm. And the content is strange. And it looks like they're trying out new members. So they walk out. All the, all the yellow jackets yellow hoodies are just standing there and then eric young and dean are come out and eric young brings a guy up and says what's my name and the guy says eric young and then Diener just attacks the dude out of nowhere and they grab another guy and he's like what's my name and he says the designer and eric's like good and then you're all here to witness the revival of violence and he grabs another big dude he says what's your name and the guy says justin and then Diener just beats the shit out of him and bites him because it's clearly not his name. And he says, what's your name? And the next guy says, I am violence. And then they all start saying, I am violence. And that's the, that's violence by design. What do you think, Cresta? Typically, I feel like Impact is really good at subtle details too. My only gripe is that after Cody beat up that first guy, he made it sound like he was beating the brakes off that guy. So maybe a little catch up on the hands, whatever it is. And then the second person, you literally cut to us, you guys gouging this guy's eye out at that point, at least blood. But these guys got up and was like, oh, shake it off. You yeah, were man. beating the brakes off of them. Like what? He, he, he bit a guy. Yeah. He went all the steal on this guy. <laughs> he went crazy Steve. <laughs> went crazy. Yeah, that's right. He went crazy Steve. He went crazy Steve A. Steele. Mm -hmm. I mean, alle alleged, allegedly. <laughs> No, no, that's the one thing that everyone can get behind in this whole like okay, no longer a legacy <laughs> or elite and CM Punk. Everyone's just like, yeah, yeah, a steel beta guy. That's it. Everything else Crouch. is like out the window. Yeah, I just wish that they were like, like typically, even in any other backstage form, I feel like they're very even with Sammy Callahan, they're always very consistent. So that's my only gripe. I thought it was great. I think the I am violence chants were really dope, but I just wish they were like, if you were really gonna be violence, I feel like that guy should have been like, ah, you really gouged my eyes out. I can't see, I can't get up to chant. I mean, here's my question if they're all named violence, what are their last names gonna be? Design? Their first name is I am Yam Violence. <laughs> Yeah, I am violence. God, the DMV is going to have a hell of a day trying to put their stuff on the card. You do like you do when you play a video game and you and your friends want to troll. You just change one character in the letter. <laughs> so all your name is the same thing. So when people are like, what is happening here? Your name is violence with a capital O, a capital mm. V, a I with the special thing over the top. <laughs> My name is Justin Violence. Justified violence week. <laughs> Decay take on Macklin and Moose, Crazy Steve and Black Taurus representing Decay. Uh, a lot of Steve on Steve action, which we had shades of Steve versus mm -hmm. Steve on BTI a few weeks ago. Uh, Steve bites Steve, and then Black Taurus chokeslams Steve onto Steve. Later on in the match, Moose beats down a bull, and then a Moose air argues with the fan, and the bull rolls up Macklin for the win. That's all I got. <laughs> That's accurate. That is like the, the most accurate professional wrestling. You can't tell me that didn't happen because I seen it with my own eyes. 
That's right. A lot of Steve on Steve violence. And I guess DK or Decay, sorry, should be the tag team champions next. Technically. I mean, honestly, to see Crazy Steve start off the match biting old boy, I mean, Steve Macklin, and then for Moose and Macklin, Eminem, which I thought was completely hilarious, for them to like really have so much control in the beginning of the match, to literally lose it because someone heckled you, Moose, and you turn around like, who are you talking to? Now Macklin mad. And even before Sammy came out, I was thinking to myself, Sammy Callahan and the Wrath is like, <laughs> and that's what happened. He came right out. I like, I would do. I would. You would hear me like Seth Rollins from the back of that hole. Just, <laughs> I told you you're gonna be fighting each other. And this time, Sammy literally had nothing to do with that. Literally had nothing to do with that. Sammy, Sammy grabs a microphone. He's like. The death machine is up here. I'm not, I can't. I can't do this. But I can actually. I'm just thinking of him like going on Instagram Live and being like, "Watch what I'm about to do." <laughs> <laughs> so the audio, yes. by the way, and this isn't the first time it happens tonight. The audio is mm-hmm. really bad. It's like they didn't take the audio from the soundboard. They just ripped it from the arena speakers. It's really strange. I don't know what happened. Someone just messed up. So anyway, he says he calls bull crap. Those were his words on mm-hmm. Moose and Macklin saying they aren't working together. And Sammy shows a video of Moose talking to Artie Evans, attorney at law, and also the man who famously quit in front of Vince McMahon, stood up to him in the Hall of Fame ceremony. If you know, you know. And he says he hired Macklin to take out Sammy, but Moose is going to screw Macklin. And Macklin's like, no, that means nothing. And uh, now there's a new deal. Nothing's going to stop us from tearing you apart, Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan's like, I knew you would say that. So he says, I present to you Exhibit B, which is outdoor security video, to which Macklin says, I will... sorry this is verbatim i will put a slug in moose's head before he stabs me in the back and they look at each other moose and macklin fight sammy comes down beats down both men he's got a barbed wire baseball bat hits macklin in the stomach with it and then everyone scurries it's pretty good segment actually i didn't hate it i liked it it was literally oh you didn't say that one moment please this you (laughs) (laughs) exactly it's like, I don't care. That doesn't mean anything. I knew you would say that. Is this your man? <laughs> that was the fun. Literally, with all of the receipts and everything that goes on, the only way that could have been better is if the 4K I was in the bottom. Because that was hilarious to me. Like, you really got caught. And you tried to, I don't care. I knew he was going to screw me. I know that. Roll the clip. <laughs> I thought it was great. Because Sammy Callahan, his matches make me squeamish. Yes. But he literally, a lot of the times, is the smartest, craziest man in the room. And when a plan comes together, I'm like, Moose and Mac are probably going to beat the brakes off of you. But they're going to kill each other, too. So you like the pain. So the real losers are them. Does this match feel like it's going to be the main event for you at Victory Road? Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I hope not, because that's going to be bloody, and I can't. (laughs) I think it's going to be the match. Think of everything else. Think of everything else that's on the card. And this is also, they need to switch out the ropes, put up barbed wire. They got it, or at least cover the ropes and barbed wire. Like it, It takes a little bit more to do, but also, like, this has been the most built match out of the entire card. And it feels like they're just going to move on after this, whereas everything else that they've announced has some sort of attachment to Bound for Glory. That would make sense if it was the last match or the opener, but that's going to be very bloody because I can't see them, like you said, setting all of that up in the middle of the match. And the only thing I could think else is the the kingdom versus Swan Alexander just because you're champions in that. Yeah. Or Grace and uh, Maxi and Paler because, again, you're champions in that. No, wait, is that is it Grace and – no, it is Grace. Grace Grace and Maxi, yeah, yeah, but that's not for the uh, the knockouts championship. Fair. And also the six band, yeah, your champions are involved. It's but you've got the impact champion and the tag champions, and they're not putting their titles on the line. So the only the only title that's on the line so far is the X Division Championship. And they might add a knockouts tag title match, but I 
don't think they will. I think it's more likely that they'll do the uh, Jessica versus Rosemary match, which we're about to talk about. That's not yeah. official, but that's just something we're going to talk about in a second. It just feels like it's going to be the main event is that barbed wire match because it's very, very gimmicky and uh-huh. it's very much the, the match that's been most built for this particular event. <laughs> I can absolutely see that. Like I said, it just makes me sad because I know that match is going to be bloody, like, disgusted. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to it regardless. It's going to be a really, really strong match. Yeah. I'm also looking forward to your super chats and your humper chats. So go ahead and drop those into the chat. We'd love to see you. I see people in the chat saying that they agree that the main event should be the barbed wire match. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the six man tag, it's going to be, yeah, it's, it's going to be good, but it's not going to be main event worthy to me. So yeah. I get it. Let's move on backstage. We got Rosemary Ty and Jessica. They're hanging out of the bar again. Cause I guess now they're prolific drinkers. Rosemary says, Jessica caused a distraction. Ty lost. Jessica blames Rosemary for distracting the referee leading to them to re- leading to her loss. And then Jessica says she asked Taya and then she kind of stops herself. She's like, Oh shit. I said too much. Uh-huh. And then Ty is like, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, clearly Rosemary has a problem with Jessica and like you're causing a hiccup because Taya thinks Jessica's sick and fun. And Rosemary is like, Jessica still needs to prove it. And so Taya is like, I have an idea. And then that's how they trail off. I'm so that's where I'm guessing Rosemary versus Jessica, or are we about to see Rosemary's twin sister Courtney? Come on, let's do it. Come on. All I could think of when you said Courtney, so Susan, <laughs> Susan and Jessica. I mean, on the one hand, Sue Young did kill havoc. But that was Havoc and Sue Young. That's not long time Jessica ago. and Sue. And t- if Taya Valkyrie and Rosemary, two women who were trying to literally kill each other at one point, can get along, you mean to tell me that Susan is... All I know is that it's going to end up being Rosemary versus Jessica, and I am happy for it. And Taya Valkyrie is going to instigate it. And I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait. Sue Young, by the way, has a match... October 7th in Florida. So she's getting closer to coming back to the ring. And I'm looking real forward to that. I'm just looking right now. And she's also like retweeting Jessica's uh, Twitch watch alongs and things like that. So I'm just saying Sue Young, Susan or Sue Young could be on the horizon for impact. And you know what? Sue Young versus let's say, I don't know, Masha Slamovich, Killer Kelly. Maxi and Pitt. I don't know about Max. I feel like Max is just kind of like coming in for a guest spot. Like I they're want just Max they're on just my coming. TV all the time. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, you, you can watch Max on on various other platforms. I'm looking I, forward to that. I stalk their Twitter. That's I, I, I've heard about them from a while ago, and their Twitter and the things I see their matches. No, I would never want to wrestle you, but at the same time, I'm sports entertained thoroughly, thoroughly. Uh, M.A. Solko actually mentioned that Sue wrestled a week or two ago back in the Northwest. So, okay, there you go. Sue Young is, uh, is I guess, planning a return. Hopefully that includes in-back wrestling. Yes. Uh, before we move on, let's uh, get a super chat here from Graham B. saying, Tej has lived rent-free in my head all day. Are you familiar with Tej, Cresta? I was about to say, what is Tej? W. Morrissey. William Morrissey. You know, the big, tall guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when he was in Impact... And back in the day, we used to do an Impact Wrestling co-stream on Twitch because Impact, when they used to do that, they used to give out their show for free every Thursday night on Twitch. You can just sit, watch it. And they were like, if you want to co-stream it, you can co-stream. So we would. And so myself and Steven Jensen, and we'd have a revolving cast. People come in and watch. We would watch the show and we'd just comment on it and the chat would be popping and be all good. And we would just mess around for two hours. No problem. And we'd show impact on the screen. And the mm-hmm. only things that you couldn't talk over were any swingman segment, of course, because you got to. And whenever they show the Steiner math promo during the commercial break. Oh, that's the best math. That's the, yeah. you, you look at me and you look at Joe Pearl and you see that that statement is not true. <laughs> so, Tedge, we discovered, was it, it, W. Morrissey was the product of a uh, a love child between Test and Edge, and out came W. Morrissey. If you remember Andrew Martin, Test. I cannot unsee that now. Oh my god! 
You got W. Morrissey. And so we we called him Tej. I literally, all, all I see is testing his face. Oh. So if y'all Thank have learned you. nothing else from here on out, whenever you see W. Morrissey on your TV, just tweet out Tej. And we'll all come flocking. We'll all figure it out. We'll all come around. And we'll remind you of the legend of Tetch. This low-key reminds me of um, when people are like, what do you mean that Dominic Mysterio is Eddie Guerrero's son? If you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know, man. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. All right, let's move on. Alicia gets tapped out by Kelly. Killer Kelly. I got to stop calling her Kelly Kelly. I swear to God. Wrong, wrong wrestler. Alicia and Killer Kelly have a match. Dasha Steels is on commentary and says that Killer Kelly has her attention as requested. Um, Kelly hits a standing stalling fisherman suplex while staring at Tasha Steels. That was cool. It was very strange, but I liked it. And then Kelly's forearms, however, not looking so cool. They could be stiffer. Uh-huh. Alicia goes for a backpack stun- stunner, hits another sleeper instead. And then we got a pump kick from Kelly into the, kill- the killer clutch. And we're done here. And then post-match, uh, Natasha and Kelly have a really sensual stare down. Did it feel weird to you? It felt weird to me. Killer Kelly needs to join the Swinger Dungeon. Because Tasha Steels was putting that over so hard on commentary. She said, I don't know why she keep asking me to come out here. She wants me to join a flavor hub. <laughs> when she said that, I was like, Tasha Steels, give me your phone. Log out immediately right now. Clock out for me, baby. Your shift is over. <laughs> you expl- Do you want to explain to the folks at home what that means? The Flavor Hub is where you can find corn. Oh, it's corn. It's corn. (laughs) I loved it. Because, like, honestly, at first I was like, Killer Kelly, me, I'm not really. But this match, I really got it. When she was choking poor Lish, poor one out for Lish. But when she was choking Alicia out and her feet were dangling Darby Allen style off the ring, she's looking straight at Tasha. She's like, stop looking over here. What you, don't look at me. What are you saying? And poor Alicia's like, somebody help me, please. I get it. I get it. I can't wait for Tasha Steels versus Killer Kelly. I don't want Killer Kelly to pin Tasha Steels, but I know that's where it's coming. And that's okay, because I think they're going to put on a good match. M.A. Soko with a super chat. I like to watch Killer Kelly watching someone watching her. <laughs> R.I.P. Lish. Absolutely. All she had, to, all Lish had to do was get so upset that she joined Honor No More, but instead she said no, and now they have awkward lunches all day at, at the Edwards household. Poor Lish. Justice for Lish. <laughs> we got to talk about it now. They throw a chair across the room. They say he's covered in bite marks. And I believe in Joe Hendry. This was the worst produced video ever, but it was also the most hilarious video I've ever seen. By the way, if you really looked at the uh, the, the vital signs, it was an iPad just clipped to a to to a stand. I did not notice that at all. I was just like, "Who is this old man? Is this like Joe Iceman <laughs> when he's out of the character?" Joe Iceman's dad. <laughs> I was like, "What is this?" And then they started singing Joe Hendry, and at first, like, that's wild. I was like, "This song slaps." Okay, I believe in Joe Hendry. <laughs> oh, so he does the theme. He comes in. He does. They do the clap, and it's it's so hokey and it's so funny. Um, and then he he has like this tiny looking boombox. I haven't seen a boombox that small since the eighties, and I'm old. Um, and then all of a sudden he pushes the button on the boombox, and the lights get brighter, and it looks that much worse. <laughs> and then the dad dies, and everyone's still partying. It low key reminded me of um, I can't believe I'm gonna say this. If you remember the South Park movie when I'm super, thanks for asking. That's what it reminded me. It's like, even the fact that you can't walk can't bring me down. Grandpa's dying. Like, I need Joe Hendry to do some Joe surgery. That's what I need Joe Hendry to do right now. Grandpa's dead and we're singing, I believe in Joe Hendry. Is Joe Hendry Jesus? I need help, Joe Hendry. My grandpa's dying. But it was so carny. Carny? Corny? I don't know what word I'm trying to say. But I was into it. Yes, I was into it, though. It was so bad, it was good. It was so good. And just the fact that they say, like, he threw a chair, he's covered in bite marks. Like, it was so stupid, and it's so funny. Um, So technically, I guess the grandpa that died was both Nick Jackson and Kenny Omega. 
Judging by the the throwing of the chair and the bite marks, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When one queen falls, another one will be reborn. I don't know how. No, well, no, never this, mind. they did it. They 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 did a king this time. That's how the monarchy was was. That's how they, <laughs> they did that this time. And all of our British friends unsubscribe. <laughs> That's fine. I'm Canadian. It doesn't matter to us either. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, they're doing a National Day of Mourning, but my province is not doing it or something. I don't know. I don't know. M.A. Solko with the super chat. Just give me, the, give me a week off. Uh, M.A. Solko with the super chat. Amazing segment. I believe in Joe Hendry. I think we all believe in Joe Hendry after that. Absolutely. If you, if you don't, I have questions for you. But uh, Impact did announce that they did, in fact, sign Joe Hendry. It's not just a, a special appearance <laughs> for him. I'm looking forward to seeing where he slots himself in. I, I don't know where makes sense. Like what are they? He's not going to join Honor no more, even though he's a former Ring of Honor wrestler. Swing a dungeon, Daddy. <gasps> I mean, Kelly. Oh. <laughs> Yo, this is your fault. Because at first I was like, I don't get it. He's weird, and you were like, you gotta believe, baby. You gotta believe, Daddy. And now I believe, and now you're shaking your head at me. What's the truth? I see people in the chat saying Doctor Ross could have saved Grandpa, and they're right. They can only do one weird callback, and this time it was Artie Evans, the barrister. They can't do Dr. Ross and Artie in the same episode. It gets weird with Impact when they do that. Tag titles are on the line. OGK take on Josh Alexander and Rich Swan. Uh, here's a stat for you, courtesy of the Impact YouTube team chat. Josh Alexander has the second highest win percentage in tag team matches in Impact history as part of the North with Ethan Page. So uh, they did there put you go. that over on commentary. That was really nice of them. I was like, ah. Oh. We remember Ethan Page exists. Yes. Come on, Ethan. Did Ethan Page ever win the X Division Championship? I don't think he did. But that's a guy that I would have brought in for that triple threat revolver match, and that would have made me very excited. I did enjoy Ethan Page's promos when he was a part of the... Even their breakup, as corny as that was, I did like how he started doing karate, man. I was like, yo, what are you doing? But I was entertained. I was entertained. Cresta, I watched Ethan Page take on Rob Van Dam in Toronto as part of the impact tapings in like 2018 or 2019. That's legit for real, for real though. That's really yes. cool. Yes. I got to see that shit live. I want, I want Nathan Page <laughs> back in this. I think he should have been in that triple threat revolver match, but anyway, I digress. Uh, Swan hits a crisp moonsault from the second rope to the floor. Good tag team work going throughout the match from Swan and Alexander. Lots of tagging in and out, tandem offense. And of course, you know, then the tag team champions also do that. Uh, Josh goes for a C4 and then a C4 spike. And then Eddie Edwards shows up, tries to get involved. Uh, Josh hits an ankle lock before Maria gets the referee's attention. And then Josh is sent into the ropes where Edward Edwards hits him with a kendo stick. And then Heath gets caught trying to hit a wake up call on Matt Taven. It's a DQ, but it actually worked for me uh, because they made it look like he looked dumb and he just got involved too late. So he was, you know, look of remorse on his face. Josh is, Josh is still upset with Heath. Mm -hmm. which makes sense. Uh, it was good. And then later on, we got a backstage uh, segment where Heath is apologizing. Swan's just like, no, I get it. You're just a little bitch. And then Alexander and Swan are just not eager to accept it. But in watch, in walks Scott Damore, who's just like, no, you're cool. Uh, I like seeing you hit that wake up call on honor no more. And I'm sitting there. I'm just like, you can fire them. Like Scott Damore, you can fire honor no more. We can. This is really your it. fault, Scott. This is yeah, really like you, you did this. <laughs> and then Scott Damore makes a six man tag for Victory Road. It's OGK and Edward Edwards versus Heath, Rich Swan, and Josh Alexander at Victory Road. So there we go. What do you want to say? I have to say, and I don't want to say, but I have to say, damn it, Honor No More, y'all really got in Josh Alexander's head. But instead of y'all being the agent of the structure, you misplaced it on Heath. Yes, he's cost you the tata, but he's not costing you the world champion. Now you're just double dipping and being greedy. I understand you mad at Heath, but Eddie Edwards hit you in the head with a kendo stick. He literally came out there to even up the odds. If it turns into some Jedi mind tricks, no, you want to give me the, I'm going to be super annoyed. I'd rather, I would rather Josh Alexander wrestle, get screwed, and then maybe lose fair and square than on some, maybe honor no more is right. Maybe Vincent, since he can reprogram PCO, I'd, I, I, no. I, I, because <laughs> that's what I, I feel like. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but week one, Josh Alexander's like, get out of here. Week two, Josh Alexander was like, you, you kind of got a point, but get out of here. Week three, I'll be across the ring. Screw you. And then week four, I mean, I can see where he's coming from. You're just so rude, Heath. So it's a progression. I like the storyline, but 
I'm not no more hater. I gotta stick to my roots. <laughs> never, never give up. Never, never leave your roots. Never. Never. Oh God. Uh, so I had pizza for dinner last night. Did you? Uh, did you have pizza for dinner last night? Had a pizza meat. No. <laughs> Swingman and Zicky Dice brought a pizza, but it's not for Jordan Grace. I don't know why they shoehorned themselves in here, but I loved it. Zicky's like, I ordered the pizza for myself and Swingman from a local place in Dallas that they put over. Uh, and then <laughs> they bring the photo of Max the Impaler for Jordan Grace, who will apparently be facing Max the Impaler at Victory Road for Pick Your Poison, which I'm great. That That's, again, we put this over. It's going to be such a great match for max and for jordan to have uh zicky and swingman say masha's gonna kill you over and over again which was ridiculous and mm. then grace takes a slice of pizza it's pepperoni by the way and slaps zicky dice over the face with it and apparently next week it's going to be jordan grace versus zicky dice make it the main event zicky's gonna die <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't announce it as officially part of next week but like jordan uh. grace said i'll beat your ass next week and then slapped him with the pizza slice so like they got to be doing that match I feel like they weren't shoehorned in here. You got to use your big... Come on, it's the Swing Daddy delivering pizza from Flavor Hub. Come on, Z- come on, Daddy. You do exactly what you would do. <laughs> oh, damn it. I may so go with the Super Chat. Swinger is the real pizza poppin' daddy. I understand uh, it, and I live for that gimmick now. I hate that I love it so much. It's good. It's so good. Chat's asking me what pizza I had. Uh, I-, I ordered from Domino's because it's 50% off pizza night. And uh, I don't remember what I got. I got three different pizzas because why not? And it feeds us for like, <laughs> you know, several, several meals. True. <laughs> so there you go. Why not? Uh, Mickey James takes on High End. High End, by the way, worked for Booker T's Reality of Wrestling, has done shots with Impact, Ring of Honor, Shimmer, Circle Six, if you're a hardcore wrestling fan. And she has done matches for AEW. She faced Mercedes Martinez for the ROH women's title on an episode of Elevation back in May. Doesn't matter, Mick DT, she gets the win. Mickey James defeats Hyann. And then Giselle Shaw appears. We've been talking about Giselle Shaw, wondering when she was going to come back. Uh-huh. Mickey's flabbergasted. And again, the audio issues. Giselle Shaw picks up a mic and she's just like, hey, you know, great for Mickey James. You're begging for matches. Yeah. You're, re- you're wrestling nobodies. You're delaying the inevitable and holding the spotlight just a little bit longer, but time is up. Giselle Shaw versus Mickey James at Victory Road. Give me your thoughts if you have any on the match and on Giselle Shaw versus Mickey James at Victory, at Victory Road. Easy for me to say. I unfortunately have no thoughts on the match. I will say the two girls who are quote unquote enhancement girls who um, Mickey James was wrestling. These matches have been good. Like they're no. not by any means of a squash match. These matches have been good. Um I will say that I, this was a solid, effective way to insert Giselle Shaw into something who we haven't seen in a while. <clears throat> and Giselle Shaw, I cannot put over her knees and her uppercuts enough. They've been looking stiff. So I think this is going to be a good measuring stick for Giselle Shaw. And I think this is going to be good a good transition from enhancement to, okay, now you're really getting into, quote, unquote, the lower mid card and then the mid card and then going up from there. I think... Hopefully, this will turn Giselle Shaw into someone who's seen as more serious because I enjoy her and I think it's ready. It's time for her to break out of just like you're my intro feud. I really like what you just said about Mickey James having matches like legitimate matches mm-hmm. with these talent. And we talked about it last week in the match she had that, or maybe it was two weeks ago now, but either way, Mickey James having these matches, she's giving, she's giving herself to the talent. And she's letting the talent actually have some shine in what is an inevitable victory. Again, they've set it up that Mickey James has to win or Mm -hmm. she's out. So clearly she's not going to lose to new talent. That's fine. But she's going to give them enough that it looks good for them. And they get to work with Mickey James, which is amazing in in and of itself if you're a young talent. So Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's good. I'm, I'm happy with the way it works. And again, it just speaks to the way that Mickey James is when it comes to like this run. If this is her retirement run there's an opportunity here to show that Mickey James is very old school. And mm. when she's done, she's out on her back. That's just and again, yeah. that's the way that it goes. If you're an old school wrestler and you're about to retire. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that again, like you said, wrestling, having someone like that on your resume, like you said, Ethan page versus RVD, having Mickey James on your resume. Amazing. She's so good. Mickey James is so good. So, so good. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Philly76 with the Super Chat, thank you, says, I'll say I wasn't into Eddie Edwards trying to turn Josh Alexander, but Heath reportedly doing stuff to irritate him and make him think about Josh's words. They got me. Same. I, I agree. I'm, I was really, really impressed with uh, how they kind of transitioned out of that story. Heath was always there, but now he was a little bit more of a focal point this week. They got away from the stupid, you know, Eddie thinks Josh should join Honor No More because mm-hmm. he's so full of it. Uh, this worked for me. I'm happier seeing the story play out as, you know, Heath is the middle guy who keeps screwing with Josh's work. Yeah, and it kind of gives that whole told you so, uh, I told you so sort of situation. And it's nice, like you said, to see it progress past Eddie saying, you could join. And now it's literally egg on the face of Heath. And I don't think Josh Alexander would have minded too, too much if Eddie and Vincent weren't already trying to put that bug in his ear that you're going to get screwed over by numbers. Speaking of Vincent, Vincent and PCO have a segment. So last week we didn't like it. <laughs> this week I actually liked it, and I'll get your get your reaction in a second. PCO and Vincent. Vincent pulls the, the bag off of PCO's mm-hmm. head and says, you like being hurt. I don't like seeing you hurt. And then asks him, have you ever been to a carnival? Imagine the sword swallower. And as he pulls it out, his heart is attached to the blade, and then he falls to the floor. To Scott Damore, that's an attraction. To the fans, it's entertainment. But who's helping the sword swallower? And then they do, I am, you are, we are, honor no more. Um, Very rah-rah, but also really worked in terms of just the... It was shot well. It it wasn't hokey. I I don't like the whole like cutaways to PCO looking like he's getting electroshock therapy, but I like the content in this one. It didn't, it wasn't so bad. What'd you think? I'll agree with you that it was shot well. I think cinematography was up there. Um, I, again, I don't understand this. So I'm trying to be objective here. It's like PCO is not the problem. <laughs> PCO, when you put when you put him in a situation, PCO always performs. And you put the pressure on PCO, he's a Windows 98. You can't expect him to compute that fast. So it's like, why does he have to be reprogrammed when Kenny King has dropped the ball? Maria Canellis has been the reason y'all have dropped the ball. Eddie Edwards. So why are we taking this out on PCO? I'm not going to lie to you. I muted the segment after he said, have you ever been to a carnival? I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. I can't. I can't. Like, I I want to. I want to. Because I think that Vincent has, not on the level of Samoa Joe, but he's got a storytelling voice that I could listen to. But this is, it doesn't do it for me. And I like PCO wrestling. I even like Vincent wrestling. I just, I'd rather you take him to the Swinger Dungeon and reprogram him there. At least let me be entertained. Because this is just giving me, it's giving me, and I don't like that. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. PCO Swinger Sex Bot. <laughs> On the Flavor Hub. <laughs> yes, book it, Scott. <laughs> oh, God. We're getting towards the end. Get your super chats and your humper chats in. Brian Myers is backstage. This is his ECW promo, and I liked it. Um, he's like, I've ridden the roller coasters of success and failure more than anybody else in this business. But Pender Gujar, you've been climbing the ladder of success. And next week, Brian Myers <laughs> makes it crash down to the ground. And then he does the Raven pose on top of the ladder. Uh, this was a very ECW-style shot promo in that it was very, it was top-down. It was just everything about it evoked a feeling to me of the original ECW. What do you think of the Brian Myers segment calling out uh, Gujar for the ladder match next week? I liked it. I It actually made Brian Myers feel very serious, which I honestly could say he hasn't felt serious in a while. Like, you've been ducking and dodging, and now that he did what you did to him, now you're like, now I really got to beat you up. It's very much now let's get down to business to defeat the Huns. And I'm here for it. I've never, even when I've seen him previously in WWE, I've never seen him serious. So I'm, I would like to see it. And I think him and Gujar, that might be one of the best matches on that card. Honestly, truly. It's wild. We've sat here week after week. Mm-hmm. Not not fully praising Myers and Gujar, but like kind of understanding yeah. why it's working. And this promo kind of brought the importance of not only the digital media championship of all things mm-hmm. and the importance of a ladder match uh, to a whole new level. And I appreciate that. It's actually good storytelling. And again, you're elevating a new star in Bupinder Gujar. They're really trying to do it. And it's been, uh, it hasn't been perfect. It's been tough sometimes, but mm-hmm. I think overall coming out of this Bupinder Gujar will hopefully look stronger and we'll be able to move on and have much more competition and impact. 
I think so too. And if I'm going to echo something that you said a while ago about Matt Cardona coming back, if that doesn't finish clean, I can see Matt Cardona screwing up the finish of that. And that would be a great way to inject Matt Cardona into, let's say what you say come to pass and he's the one who takes it off of Josh Alexander. This would be a great way to interject to inject him back into impact. I could see it. Or Gujra takes it off of Myers clean, which would really elevate the both of them because now what you're going to do, Myers, you can't literally be a grifter anymore. And I, I love that. I want to see him serious. I think it'd be really nice to see him serious. Yeah, I agree. And, and with the Cardona stuff, I don't think he's <clears throat> going to be back that soon. Um, honestly, if I, I think if you're going to see him, it's going to be closer to post Bound for Glory. You don't think he would come back this soon to try to set up something like even little bits and pieces here? Because even if he doesn't take it at Bound for Glory off of Alexander more towards the end of the year, I think I think we were talking about Slammiversary or what's the one after Bound for Glory? So Bound for Glory is October 7th and mm. then Hard to Kill is the, the pay-per-view in January. And I can see the new to- year. I can see yeah. the new year and Impact is very good at apple seed here apple seed there so i i could see him coming back here say i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna do that and at bound for glory i lied i'm doing it so i don't know where i think cardona's living in uh in florida these days but mm-hmm. i was gonna say because they're gonna be in albany for for bound for glory it would be like a he's from long island it's not they're not that close to each other but the idea of being like He's from the same state where the show is, New York, yada, yada. <clears throat> yeah. But um, regardless, I, if we see Matt Cardona, I don't think it'll be until probably closer to November, December. Because uh, I don't know. Or, or again, or at Bound for Glory. That, okay. Those are the only two places I could see it happening. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be excited for it either way. But I agree with you and echo your sentiment at Hard to Kill is going to be the pay-per-view where him and Alexander will at least clash for at least the first time. Yeah, that's how it feels to me. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. And again, like, the, I'm not, I'm not, this isn't me reporting anything. My name is not Sean Ross Sapp. <laughs> I am just, I'm just a guy who has uh-huh. ideas in his head and sometimes they come through um, mm-hmm. because I'm just trying to find my dad. Oh my God. <laughs> Scotty, Yo, you're can the you best. hear me? You are truly the best, Joel. Never change. <laughs> Oh, I'll tell you what was the best. Motor City Machine Guns and the Good Brothers have a wild tag team match. Just the two of them is their first time ever competing two on two in impact. Uh, Bright Lights Anderson on the back of Carl Anderson's tights. So you know what that means. We can talk about it if you don't. Uh, Alex Shelley loves his dragon screw leg twists and he keeps doing them on Carl Anderson. And Carl Anderson just keeps getting upset. <laughs> Machine guns do a lot of high flying offense. They stretch out the good brothers. It's good stuff. Saban fights off a magic killer at one point, double team suplex on Gallows, who then reverses it with a with a suplex of his own, a double suplex on the Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, as always, the Motor City Machine Guns hit the facial. That's right. The facial is the move. Uh, and double team super kick for Gallows, skull and bones on Anderson. And of course, Carl Anderson hits he eats the pin and it's over. Post match, two sweets, handshakes, and hugs for everyone. What do you think of the match, Crest of Star? Is this and is this the Good Brothers' final match in Impact Wrestling? Because we have to pay off the YouTube video title. I think so. Actually, I do. Um, I've learned a lot about wrestling and how the psychology and things, even at a superficial level, works from you. And if we go based off of your logic that anyone who is doing something for someone else ends on their back, I think uh, the Good Brothers are done for right now in Impact Wrestling. And in watching so much impact wrestling, I can really say the Motor City Machine Guns for a lot of our modern tag teams is kind of really the blueprint. And to go out on a dream match where there's no titles, just people putting on a wrestle, it was good. Also, poor Carl Anderson. Why are we always beating up Carl Anderson and Chris Saban? <laughs> I actually I mean- thought, I thought because normally, like we say, normally it's Carl Anderson eats mm-hmm. the pin for his team. I thought they were going to have Doc go out for just for the change. But clearly I've been Doc, noticing like, that's no not happening. <laughs> the only way you pin in Doc Gallows is if it's a Doc Gallows only match, like with PCO. But Doc Gallows, he's too sweet for that. He's too sweet for that. <laughs> One day someone's gonna figure it out. <laughs> and like, wait a minute, and Carl Edwards is gonna be like Josh Alexander now. I mean, I don't want to hear that, but you're not wrong. <laughs> probably just turns to Doc Gallows and just like, 
who's got a never open weight championship and gallows is just like guess whose win loss percentage is much higher than yours <laughs> That's uh, fair. That would be fair. When I mean jokes is that would be fair. My window, I don't eat. <laughs> but it was a good match. I was really, really happy to watch that. Mm-hmm. They they lingered on the Good Brothers entrance a little bit longer than normal. The Good Brothers also lingered at the top of the stage uh, when they came out. So it really feels like that was the swan song for the Good Brothers. They went out on their backs just like good boy Good Brothers do. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, two sweets and handshakes. They go out as baby faces. Everyone's happy, and they raise each other's hands. Impact goes off the air. Again, a a very news-filled show with a main event that was just, like you said, two teams doing the wrestle. And it was strong, and it was good, and it felt completely separate, other than the fact they tied it in. So next week, uh, they're going to have Aussie Open return, and they're going to face Motor City Machine Guns because they challenged the winners of the match between Good Brothers and Motor City Machine Guns. That was fine. I like that the Impact found uh-huh. a way to tie it together. But in terms of this match versus the rest of the night, I do like that this particular um, this particular main event was kind of separate in its own little wheelhouse. I will say my only complaint with the uh, main event is that the Bullet Club has been losing a lot, a lot, a lot. And I think the last time I saw the Bullet Club win was on BTI versus. Um, yeah, I know uh, what you're going to say here. They weren't facing Decay. No, they weren't. Uh, I think. No, they weren't. I got to go back in my notes. I'd have to go back in my notes too, but I think that was like September first or the the last of August, and it's like. Oh, it was uh, Griffey and Exodus against Ace yes. Days. Yes, yeah, and well, that, that was, was the last match, time. It was a good match, but that's the last time they won at least stateside. You know yep. what I mean? And it kind of it's kind of like then why have Bullet Club US? You know, does Jay White have to come and choke some next? Tama Tonga would never let this fly. <laughs> and we talked about it. If this is the if this is the swan song for the Good Brothers, mm-hmm. then all that's left for the uh, for the, the the not the Good Brothers for for Bullet Club and Impact are Ace of Bays. And once in a while, Hikaleo shows up. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited for Ace of Base to be just the lone Bullet Club members in Impact because uh-huh. they were always just like little brothers to the good brothers. Now Ace of Base can potentially step up and get more involved in the tag team division. And I would be okay with that. Little good brothers. <laughs> oh my God, no. <laughs> Make it stop. Little good brothers. Oh, I love that. That uh, nah, that's it. Little that's good awful. brothers. <laughs> Philly seventy six with the super chat suggesting that Matt Cardona wins the Call Your Shot Battle Royal at Bound for Glory. I like that they haven't announced a Call Your Shot Battle Royal, but that is they they normally do one. Cardona coming back and winning it, I wouldn't hate it. And that could be your shoehorn in. It could be your shoehorn. Part of me also thinks maybe Macklin's going to finally win that call your shot match. Oh, Macklin's going to get screwed over by Moose. Yeah, That's I how I feel. So. I mean, like, depending I guess they got to do their thing. Depending on how this Sammy Callahan barbed wire match, because it seems like after this, Sammy Callahan is not going to be part of that. It's like it's going to be a Moose versus a Macklin situation of you tried to screw me, but you were going to screw me first. No, this, that, and the third. I think that'll happen, and it might cool off for a bit. And if there is a call your shot match and Moose or Macklin is in it, the other one's going to screw the other person over. I uh yeah, I can see that's that. That's what happened last time in the battle yeah. royale they both were in before. Moose threw out Macklin and Macklin was like, You got me right. hecked up. Yeah, you're right. Well, we'll see. I mean, again, mm-hmm. I like the idea of Cardona winning call your shot. It's the most underhanded and underhanded douchebag thing to do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I kind of want Cardona to win in a one-on-one match, not in a call your shot, like random attack and pin. The heat's there with Cardona. I don't know. I, it, it's it's interesting. I like what Philly 76 is putting out there. Mm-hmm. I see it working. I think I'd rather have a one-on-one match and then have Chelsea Green, you know, help her man win. I can see that too. Because there's then, one thing about the women in Impact Wrestling. They don't care if you're a dude. I'll fight you. <laughs> I will oh, fight you. <laughs> you know how much weird, crazy shit you can have, including like 
Josh Alexander's wife, who is a wrestler, is trained, who would also, you know, get involved, at least in an angle. Like, she's mm-hmm. been involved with the Moose stuff before, but to have her get involved with Chelsea Green in some way, to have his kid, Jet, like, kick Cardona in the balls, like, little stuff like that would just be absolutely fantastic. With Brian As Myers, can, oh, my God, he kicks Brian Myers in the balls, and here we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's good. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. That's why I keep talking about Cardona and Alexander. I think uh-huh. they're so diametrically opposed as wrestlers, but there's so the chemistry has potential to be off the charts. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Cardona taking it off of Alexander could be a really good story arc. Seeing where Alexander goes, do you really spiral into madness and join Honor No More? Is Ooh. Honor No More still a thing? Hopefully not, but I get what you're saying. Like, so, see, I told you, you got screwed over. And then what is Scott DeMore going to do? Scott DeMore is not here for you. And look at what Vincent Dunn did with PCO. Vincent is good to go. He been, I mean, PCO been kicking butt. We can do the same for you, Josh Alexander. You got nowhere to go. You done lost your title. And you know Cardona going to have Myers there to cheat on you. I, I unfortunately could see that too. We'll see where it goes. There's a lot of really... Really cool stuff that could happen. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons why I, I like Impact. There's, yes. there's, been, there's been some strong shows. Again, last week, not my favorite. But this week, uh, we, we always go out of five. So, Cresta, I will ask you, this week's show out of five, how would you rate it? I would give this a 4.5. Honestly, the like I said, the thing with the hand and the blood with Cody Diener, I feel like could have been more. You could have did that, and that wouldn't have been so bad. But the PCO thing, I feel like. I I I want I want I want to like it because I enjoy PCO. The arm thing is really creepy. I enjoy him. I just I cannot get into this. I'm trying, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm closer to a four and a half. Uh, mm-hmm. I was thinking four, but honestly, the thing that really didn't do it for me was just the audio issues. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're little things that I don't know why you couldn't pull the right audio. And like you were saying, the leaning into the violence a little bit more in violent by design there are different ways to do it i agree uh and again it's all nitpicky but that's yeah you know that that's fine we're still i think we both really enjoyed this week's show and that's really what matters go out and watch it go out and watch wrestling you like i will also say too that when it comes to impact there i don't know why people sleep on it there is a quality there where i never have to say oh the wrestling is I never have to really judge the wrestling because the wrestling is always fantastic. That's that's never an issue in Impact. So, like, I have to go based off of storylines and interconnectivity with all the other things. And Impact does a really good job. You can't you can't always hit a home run. You know what I mean? Like last week. But this week, further the storylines. And they always put on right before their premium live event, you know, or the ones that they have on um, uh, Impact Plus. So, yeah, I think this episode was worth you guys going out of your way to watch. Joel? I want to know what you're for. You did tell me brain cells. Boom. I got you. Yeah, <laughs> you. But I mean, listen, this is a whole other conversation for another mm-hmm. time. The idea of like, why don't people watch impact? Why don't they find them? The fact that they're going to do, you know, 20 years as a company, but yeah. they've been through so many changes and so many regimes and so many, you know, uh, TV contracts and stations and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I get it. I get why people may not watch, but we can talk about that another time. I think, uh, People, we tell them to give Impact another chance, but it's hard because I think some people have been told, oh, give it another chance so many times that some people yeah. are just like, I can't. Yeah, but um, this this is the one regime that I can very earnestly say uh, has put the most work and the most effort into the show, and, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that. So let's get out of here. Cresta Star, where can people find you on the internet? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you see right below here, you see Cresta the Star. That's my, uh, not TikTok, sorry, that's my twi- Twitter. Wow, let's try that again. Hi, guys, my name is Cresta Star. Right here at the bottom, you see Cresta the Star. That is my Twitter handle where you can find my link tree that has all the links to my Instagram, my TikTok, my Twitter, my Twitch. Anywhere you can type Cresta Star, you can find me. And also, you can find me here every Thursday with the lovely, illustrious Joel Pearl. Look at that beard. Don't you want to pet him? And you you can find me on Saturdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Know Your News for Gaming Gone Weird. Joel, where can they find you and your illustrious beard? I got to trim this beard. This beard is getting <laughs> out of control. If you look at it, oh, man, I'm glad. Listen, I'm glad none of y'all know me IRL because if I, <laughs> if I, if I start, like, combing out this beard, oh, there's so, it's so much dry skin, Cressa. It sucks. I have to moisturize the shit out of this skin and this beard. I've thought about it shows. trimming my beard. 
Oh, I know. Thank you. I'm trying. I just, I feel like if I shave the beard, my kid's uh -huh. going to be like freaking out. You think it's going to be one of those baby reactions where the, where the dad shaves the baby's like, who is this man? <laughs> nah, because you know what? Every time that kid wakes up, he looks at us and gives a big old smile. And then he does it again after he takes a nap. So I don't really think his brain is like, who are these people? They're just the people who show up and pick me up and give me hugs and kisses. So there you go. Shave your beard and hope for, hope for the best. I ain't shaving my beard. Maybe I'll <laughs> give it a good coloring, though, because the grays are really distinguishing. Anyway, I am Agile Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. You can find me there anywhere. I'm also over at YouTube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. Tons of content there every single week, every single day, I should say. Uh, myself and my co-host, Tim, we host Tim and Joel Call in the Ring every Sunday at noon on that channel. Go ahead, check it out. Go subscribe to Fightful Select. Five bucks, get all your news, get all your stuff. And uh, till then, we're good out of here. Ladies, and gentlemen, friends, beyond the binary. We will see you in the next one. Bye. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.